I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Is this on? How many buttons do you need? Is this... Okay, which part of it is the microphone? Bah. Technology. Never understand it. Why does this even need to be here? What is it supposed to get? Hidden in ghost voices. Is this... Watch it. Why doesn't it have a light on it? Just because I can see in the dark doesn't mean everybody else can. Well, I guess that's... Okay, the time is going up, so I guess it's recording. All right. <clears throat> well, things have been interesting around here, haven't they? Ever since our master took over, things have been looking a little bit brighter in my future. However, that is no excuse for the state of this place. Empty liquor bottles, bloodstains, vomit in my entryway. You know, I've been the housekeeper here for 40 years, and in that time, I have never seen it get like this. Even when old Mr. Crow used to have those key parties. Ugh. I take leave of my duties for just a moment, hey, and... is that my recorder? Oh, the dead housekeeper is using my stuff. Quiet, you filthy boy. I'll get to you in a moment. All right, as I was saying, I've only taken leave of my duties for a few days and the whole place has gone under. I suppose it's not Miss Crow's fault. She's never known a day without her Mrs. Mortwood. I was there when she was born, you know. She was such a messy child. But she never had to worry about that, did she? No, not with me around. I took care of everything for her, coddled her, sang to her, suckled her, just like the master takes care of me now. Oh! What did I just step in? Is that pineapple? Oh, it's no wonder people are getting sick around here. It's really thrown everything off course. 
Gloria looks like she shoved a melon down her throat. Cassie's croaking like she belongs under the hood of Finn's car. <laughs> that was a good one, by the way. Even the master has got a little case of the sniffles. Tried to tell him that inhabiting that boy might not be the best idea, but it's not my place to tell him what to do. So I wish they would just listen to me and just a little vitamin C, good positive mental attitude, and a hygienic environment. <sighs> and the other girls? Well, I don't actually think there's anything physically wrong with them, but they're such nasty, filthy, rotten creatures. Oh, with the exception of Miss Crow, of course. I raised her, after all, and what with being in the walls. I can't really blame her for what her guests are up to now, can I? Ugh. Well, I always knew there would come a day when I wouldn't be able to care for this house or its family. It came a bit sooner than I expected, but there are greater things to attend to now. Such glorious great things. Oh, but be that as it may, I would be remiss in my duties if I did not leave a guide behind for the new successor that takes up my duties. This house does require special care, and I just simply cannot move on without leaving some sort of detailed guide. So let's get started. Okay, I'm just going to set this here. Okay, first things first, cleaning the floors. In an old house like this, it's important to know how to maintain the wood. After a good sweep, which I've already done, you want to mop with a damp mop and warm soapy water, not too wet, so as not to soak the wood, but not too dry either. Uh, is that Mrs. Morewood? Yeah. What is she doing? It looks like... Mopping? Is she using, like, a, a head attached to a spine as a mop? Yep. I don't even want to know where she got it. Will you please hush? How can I work with you two gawking at me like that? I've half a mind to give you a good walloping with this thing. It would probably do you both some serious good. <gasps> now, where was I? <laughs> Ah, um, oh yes, mind the streaks. You'll find it easier if your mop has longer hair, a bundle of yarn, and then it's just dip into your water and drag it slowly back and forth with an even rhythm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. When it comes to dusting, you can never be too thorough. Make sure you get into every corner and behind every trinket. Having a good, sturdy cloth is important. Hey, is that my jacket? Finders keepers! But it was my favorite. Yeah, well, it's got my blood on it. Besides, if you wanted it so badly, you wouldn't have thrown it over me like a leather burial shroud, now would you? That was Cassie. Oh, of course. Blame the woman. Get out before I make you my next mop. It looks better on me anyway.
Okay. A big part of what makes a good housekeeper is the ability to cook a delicious meal with whatever is available to you. Knowing how to repurpose leftovers is essential. Today we're going to make a meat pie using only a few key ingredients that we already had in the house. First, we'll... Oh, Mrs. Smallwood, what are you... Is that the pizza boy? <sighs> how am I expected to get anything done with all of these interruptions? What are you doing with him? And those crows? Are they dead? I am trying to make a supper, something none of you seem capable of. Out of the delivery guy. No need to waste the meat and he comes with a crust. Saves me having to roll out the dough. The crow will provide some nice flavor, don't you think? They were only lying out in the yard for a day or two. Oh, God. I think I'm gonna be sick. None of my freshly clean floors you won't get out! Out! <laughs> Knowing how to do laundry is an absolute must. It's such a simple thing that's lost on so many, especially when it comes to <clears throat> the delicates. Hand washing is the best and really only way to ensure a deep clean without any rips or tears. A washboard should be part of every housekeeper's arsenal. Oh, Jesus Christ, where did you get a rib cage? Are you using that as some kind of washboard? Oh, if it isn't the priest. Never did care much for you pretty boys, even less when you're wearing a collar. Oh, is that... that's the... are you scrubbing skin? Actual human flesh? How... where did you... where did you even... oh, no, never mind. I'm not even gonna ask. The master deserves something nice to wear! Now that our laundry is dry, we're going to go over some basic stitches. We want to take this panel of back flesh and match it up with this one. Using this technique, you will begin the first step of turning all of these pieces into a lovely suit. Uh, Mrs. Mallard? <laughs> yes, Miss Crow? Do you know anything about a headless-skinned corpse that I found propped up in here with me? It had a note. It, it looked like your handwriting. Uh, it said, so you don't get lonely. I thought you'd appreciate the company. The company of a decapitated body? Yes, Miss Crow. Thanks, I guess. Of course, Miss Crow. What the fuck? Well, the suit is done, so we'll bring it upstairs to press before we hang it. What on earth is that? It's coming from that British girl's room. Is that? Is she? In this house? In his house? Filthy, dirty girl! Oh! After all the cleaning I do, you'll get these smidges and smells all over my room. Oh! No! Ah! 
You've been listening to Calling Darkness, an audio drama queen's production. The voice of Mrs. Morwood is played by Aaron B. Lillis. Phineas is played by Dan Zapula. Bridget by S.H. Cooper. Mariella by Victoria Wan. Nadia by Charlotte Nura. Father Montgomery by Owen McEwen. And Annabelle by Desdemona Howard. This minisode was written and produced by S.H. Cooper, with intro and outro themes by Brandon Boone. Special thanks to our executive producers, David Cummings and Alex Aldea, and our community manager, Brooks Bigley. Visit the show notes to find out more about our cast and crew, or go to callingdarknesspodcast.libson.com. Find us on Twitter at Calling Podcast or on Facebook. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash audiodramaqueens. Every little bit helps, and every little bit allows us to keep making this podcast and hopefully many more to come. While you wait for the release of Episode 7, Digging Up the Past, why not check out the following podcast to tide you over? Hey, fellow humans of the night, demon hunters, paranormal investigators, actual demons, and possessed by demons, people... My name's Erin, I play Mrs. Morwood on Calling Darkness, and I would like to tell you about two other podcasts I have. One is called Subver City Transmit. I made that guy back in 2016. How can I help Retired it for a bit, and now I'm working on rebooting it. Yes. And I'm also now the co-creator of something called the Sapphic Cast. Both of these are anthology audio dramas. Subver City Transmit is dedicated to original speculative fiction for a queer audience. And the Sapphic cast is dedicated to fan fiction and original fiction in any genre for a queer female audience. Sadly, a lot of good stories like these don't have the chance to get shared with the audio drama world because of their LGBTQ content, and we want to change that. So have a listen to the Sapphic cast and Subversity Transmit. We're currently working on making a brand new season for each of these, and you might hear some familiar voices. Yes. So please spread the word, have a listen, and if you are a writer or a voice actor and you are interested in being a part of these productions, send us a note. You can reach us on Twitter at the Cast. That's two P's and an H in there. Or you can send us an email to darkquillproductions at gmail.com. That's dark, like calling darkness, and quill, like that thing you write with if you're from ancient times, productions at gmail.com. Thanks for giving me your time here and listening to Calling Darkness. We really appreciate each and every listener. Now I'll just get back to cackling in the closet. (laughs) Oh, that's ticklish. Copperheart is the story of a group of survivors waiting out a nuclear winter. This group includes the strongest civilians, brightest scientists, and boldest soldiers. The place is Area 51. What have you got? Another body? Ace Dr. Sun and Dr. Bostich. Pinbrook's acting under the assumption that what we recovered was some kind of alien spacecraft. And Can't just barge in here like this, Captain. Move! I will not let him hurt you again. Ever. Follow the investigation into what happened to Groom Lake 51 in this episodic adventure. New episodes every Sunday. You can find the show on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, most podcatchers, and at copperheart.libson.com. Don't move a muscle. My name is Matthew Finnis, and something terrible has happened to me. An event that has sent me traveling down a road I was never meant to be on. This is a story of what lies in the shadows of Morston, Texas. Siren Aside is a serialized horror drama 
The criminal factions and dark government agencies are just the start of the malevolence that roams the streets of this macabre city. The tales in Sirenicide tap into the fear and lore that envelop what most would consider to be fiction. So uncover the dark secrets, evil murders, supernatural experiences, and mysterious doctors awaiting in this modern epic. Binge the show for free right now on your favorite podcast platform or at sirenicide.com. Hey folks, how's it going? My name is Augie and I host a podcast called The Short Stories of Augie Peterson. Once upon a time, I had two blogs. Then one day I started listening to podcasts. They seemed like a lot of fun and would combine the thing I was always afraid to share with the world, my writing, with the thing I had no choice but to share, my theater background. So I decided to combine them into a podcast for those millennials that don't have time to read two blogs. I read the original short horror stories I write every other Tuesday and review really terrible horror movies from Netflix, Redbox, Amazon Prime, and even the dollar store with massive amounts of snark every other Thursday. On the first Saturday of each month, I tell my listeners about five new indie artists that I have interviewed that I think they should know about. So if you like terrible horror movies, learning about new artists, really good horror stories, and total nerds, this is the podcast for you. Check out the short stories of Augie Peterson wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, go to augiepeterson.wordpress.com. Toodaloo! Are you tired of the same old horror? You've seen and read everything, and nothing scares you like it used to. Each fortnight on Kowabana, true Japanese scary stories from around the internet, horror author and translator Tara A. Devlin presents a selection of Japanese horror, creepypastas, and urban legends translated from the deepest, darkest parts of the web. Creepy ghosts and vengeful onyo, cursed technology and haunted shrines. Discover horror like only Japan knows how to deliver. Subscribe to Koabana on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast directory, or find out more at koabana.net. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.